time to thrive. Welcome to the Thrivology Podcast with Dr. Lee Bauckham. Join us as we explore ways that you can thrive in your life, regardless of what life throws at you. It's your life. Time to live it. On this side of fear is fear living. I know because I've lived it. I know because I've lived it in ways that kept me from playing a bigger game, that kept me from really engaging in life. I think for a lot of years, I just avoided. I remember even as a young man, even a teenager, when things were stressful, I just kind of avoided it. Now, a lot of times people would say, wow, you know, you're pretty brave because I would go on stage and I would perform as a magician. But I was the guy who was scared to ask a girl out. You know, there'd be someone who was interested and clearly had some interest in, in me, and I would avoid that. Or I'd go to a dance, and I would be the one who waited on the side, never dancing, because I was afraid that people would look at me and wonder why I was so awkward. And the same with conversations and the same with so many things of my life. When I look back and I go, man, I was playing it in such a fearful way. In college, I could have done so many more things and engaged in so many more ways, but I was fearful of doing that. Now, sure, there were places when I would step out and and get beyond my discomfort. And so it wasn't that I played my whole life behind fear, but for the important things, for the big things, I think I played an avoidant game. And what changed was not after high school, it was not after college, it was after graduate school, and I'd already done some other things. I, I wrote a book, and that book had become somewhat popular, and in the midst of all that, I decided I could do more. You know, I could feel some bravery building up, but I still played safe, and then I got sick. The sickness was not about weakness. It was something that happened in my body for no reason that I can really put my finger on, but I recognized what it did is it woke me up and it made me realize that there's only so much time and I actually have some stuff in me that I wanted to get out. I had some things that I thought I could be useful to help in the world and some ways I could serve the world and some ways I could bring some difference into the world and I hadn't been doing it. Why? Because I'd been fearful because I was not sure how it would be taken, because I was not sure if people would listen. And then one day I realized it didn't matter if people listened. The people who needed to hear would hear, and the people who didn't want to hear wouldn't listen anyway, and it didn't matter. I stopped taking it personally. I stopped thinking about myself, and I started thinking about the bigger piece of how do I plug into the world, not how does the world feed me, how does the world give back to me, but how can I give back to the world? And that switched me. I went from fear living to fierce living. And that's what I talk about on the other side of fear is fierce living. And I'll tell you that this is now probably the fourth time I've recorded this particular episode because this is an important one to me. This is one where I really think we get down to some nitty gritty on the differences of where we are. In fact, when I realized what I was wanting to talk about was fierce, the word itself put me off. Not because I don't believe in the word, but because of how we think about fierce, you know, that scary, mean person. And then I began to think about the meaning of these words. For instance, let's talk about fear, fear living. Fear comes from the old English fair or pharon, which means calamity or danger and to frighten. And so fear is all about that feeling of foreboding, of danger, of calamity, whether it's true or not, it doesn't matter. It captures us, it holds our attention, and it keeps us from playing big. When we're in fear living, we're avoidant. We don't want to stir up those fears, and so instead of living in fear, we avoid the fears. And see, fierce living is not without fear. 
But fear living is trying to stay on this side of fear, stay backing away from fear. If something might elicit that fear, we avoid it. And our culture teaches us to do that. Our culture teaches us that the best thing we can do is play it safe to not be pushing against that because we shouldn't be uncomfortable. And we have these words in our minds, I deserve to be comfortable. I deserve to have this. I deserve that. And because of that, we want to stay on the comfort side of the zone. Deserving is about comfort. You don't say, I deserve to have a hard time. You just say, I deserve to take it easy. And we live on the comfort side. But the comfort side is fear living. It's all about avoiding the things that stir us up on the inside. More than that, it's about us playing small, of playing on a very small field, not really contributing to the world, not really bringing in a a big impact because big impacts bring big discomfort. The bigger the impact, the bigger the importance, the more uncomfortable we are until we stretch into that. And avoidant behavior, fear living is about avoiding the stretch, about staying small. We don't want to expand. We don't want to have anything hard come our way. But what we've talked about through this Thrivology uh, podcast is the fact that it's the struggles of life that strengthen us, that bring us something bigger. If I want to build a muscle, I have to stress that muscle. I can't stay safe. I can't keep it from being exercised because it won't stretch. It won't grow. It won't grow into a new place. If I want to make some stretches anywhere, if I want to learn something new, I'm going to have to take on a challenge. If I want to try something new, I have to take on the challenge. If I want to learn something from the struggle, I have to take on that struggle and get to the other side of it. But we live in that fear living unless we decide to make a shift. So that's what's on the other side of your fear. Everything you want is on the other side of your fear. You have to get through that discomfort. And you can expect that the fear is going to walk along with you. So what about that word fierce? Because it's not about fearless living. You know, that's often people think that on the other side of fear living is fearless living. I don't believe in that. I believe that fear is pointing the way to something important, but fierce living is something else. Fierce comes from the Latin ferus, which means untamed. If you haven't figured it out, I really like to think about the etymology of words because it tells me some about how it encompasses us and how it captures us, how the word itself speaks to our soul. And so the untamed part of ourselves, the part that really is pushing for something bigger and and to not be held back by all the confines of earlier, that's what we're talking about here. Fierce living is really all about full living, of really being fierce in your approach, of brave in your approach, and really moving forward with that. Now, that's the old English fierce, right? Fears, a fierce, brave, proud place to be. And that's where we want to draw from that fierce place of of really being focused. So what I've noticed is that when people are fierce living, they have four characteristics that you'll notice. One is they're focused, They're really aiming somewhere. They know where they're trying to get to. You can't live a fierce life if you're scattered, if you're going every which way and you're not really clear about where you're trying to get to. So being focused is the hallmark. Think of that uh, that animal that is focused in on where it's headed. It is fierce in its fight to, to survive. And that's where we are, that focus to get there. The second thing is courageous. And when I say courageous, I'm not talking about having no fear. I've told this story before, but I like it so much because it tells us something about how we've associated this word courage. I was working with my Cub Scout, uh, and one was my son, and they were around the table. This was years ago. They were doing their little uh, artwork uh, thing that we were doing there, the little craft time during the meeting. 
And I heard the boys talking about these firemen and how brave they had been, how courageous they had been. And I walked over and said, hey, when you say courageous, what do you think that means? And they all looked up at me with their big nice eyes of young eyes and said to not have any fear. You know, they didn't have any fear. And I said, you know what? I don't think that is what courage is about. Because if you take action and you have no fear, that's just you taking action. There's no big deal to it. If you have no fear, you're not really stepping anything big. I think courage and cure comes from the heart. It's French for the heart. Courage is this action that comes out of the heart that is when you move in spite of the fear, not without the fear, but in spite of the fear. Maybe sometimes because of the fear, you move in the direction you need to go, but it's in spite of that feeling. It's, it doesn't hold you back. Courage is never the uh, absence of fear. It's the action in spite of the fear. It's moving beyond that fear. Another thing I've noticed is that people who are fierce living are clear. They're clear in their commitment. They're clear in who they are. They're clear in where they're going. And they're clear in their communication with people about all of that. Notice how many people, when they're changing the world, have such clarity. Notice the people that you think of as making a difference in the world, wherever they are, whether they're politicians or whether uh, they are mentors in your own life or whether they are experts in some field of the clarity they bring. When we look at a successful uh, orator or a successful politician, one of the great things is that they are clear in their message, that they are headed in a direction and have clarity about it and clarity to let people know where that is. The fourth part is intentional. They make every step intentional with a plan and they move intentionally in a direction. The reason is because fear often takes us off the path unless we have that intentionality. Without that intentionality, fear will pull at us. Fear is that emotion. And when we have an intentionality, we have a plan that moves us forward in a different way. You see, fierce living is not the absence of fear. It is focused on moving forward regardless of the fear. Sometimes I wonder, am I living as fiercely as I would like? And I always ask this question. Am I living fiercely or am I living fearfully? Am I living forward of the fear or am I caught behind the fear? Am I living in comfort or am I pushing myself into discomfort? I'm not talking about pushing yourself into pain, but pushing yourself into places of stretching, pushing yourself into places of challenge, pushing yourself into places of taking on the bigger things in life. Sometimes I find myself saying that fear living statement. I can't do that. When I hear myself saying, I can't do that, I know I'm captured by my fear living because the fierce living person says, how can I do that? How can I make that shift? So think back now on the people in our history, the people who started this country, whatever country you're in, the people who started that country, the people who lead now, the people who have made a difference, maybe civil rights leaders or or people who have explored the world or even explored outer space or the bottoms of the ocean. Think about those people. Are they not fierce living? Are they not asking, how can I do that? I would extend that even to the inventors of the world, the scientists who keep exploring our world and asking, how can we do that? So many people stand around saying, I can't do that. We can't do that. You can't do that. But the people who are living fiercely are asking the question, how can I do that? How can we do that? How can that be the new goal? How can that be the new place? I remember often hearing people say, 
You know, don't if you're saying it can't be done, get out of the way for those who are doing it. And that's the difference between living on this side of fear and living on the other side in a fierce life. So how do you get there? Well, there are five pieces, I think, that fit into making a shift from a fearful life to living fear to living fiercely, a fierce life. The first one is about taking risks. Now, I'm not talking about just doing crazy things just for the heck of it, but taking risks as you calculate them. People who've made a difference in the world have always been taking a risk. They've been moving into an uncomfortable area in some way. They've been stretching the boundaries so that others can see that there's a possibility there. They take a risk. Now, sometimes people take a risk and pay the price, and that's always a danger of fierce living, but usually the end result brings us something greater than where we are now. So are you taking some risks in your life? Are you looking around going, okay, I'm pushing there. I'm trying there. I'm taking a risk. You can always calculate your risk. There's no reason to be reckless. Risks are not about recklessness, but doing calculated risk, finding the places where you can stretch into something a little bit bigger, which leads to number two, stepping out. When you begin to take a risk and you know where you want to get to, when you become clear about what's important to you and intentional about getting there, you step out. Stepping out is stepping outside of your own thought process, maybe finding some other people who will walk with you. Stepping out of your box, your own box that you've created. Stepping out of your preset paradigm of understanding the world. Stepping out of your comfort zone. Stepping out of the space that you find yourself playing very small into a bigger space. So stepping out is the new thing. Step out into some new areas for yourself. Number three is to be focused on bigger. Whenever we're focused on ourselves, we're going to find ourselves trapped because self is always wanting to protect. But when we focus on something bigger, it takes us to a new level. So if you focus on the bigger good, whether it's for your family or for your neighborhood or for your city or for your state or for your country or for the world, that will pull you along. Make it make sense. Make it worthwhile. If you're going to stretch into something that's fierce living, Make that fierce living about something bigger than you, something important to you. You don't have to change the world, but you can change your part of it. You don't have to change everything, but you can change that thing that's most important to you. And you can push forward and live fiercely. Which brings us to the next piece, which is to notice that your energy comes internally. If you find your passion, you find what what has often been referred to as the fire in the belly. You find that place where the energy comes from within you. One of the mistakes we make is always looking outside of ourselves for the energy source. Our energy source is within us. Whenever we're trying to find that place, it's within us. Think about the difference between the motivational moments in your life. When somebody's trying to motivate you and for a few minutes, you do really well until you get out of their sphere of influence. You go hear a motivational speaker and you're all gung-ho and then you walk out of the auditorium and it evaporates away because the everyday life gets you. There was no internal energy. It was coming from outside. You read a great book, it motivates you to do something, but as soon as you put the book away, you forget what it is and it gets away versus the transformational. When you're transformational, you find that place within you that is so important that you'll do anything to get there. The energy begins to come from the inside. And so part of that fierce living is finding that place of energy within you. You create your own energy to move towards those important places in your life. And unless it's coming from within you, It's not going to be about the fierce. It may be a motivation and it may last a little bit, but it's not going to take you as far as it needs to. 
which leads to the number five thing, and that is to live life on purpose. Fierce living is about a purposeful, meaningful life. Fierce people, people who are living fiercely, aren't just out to have a good time, aren't just out bumping around. They are out to live a life of meaning and purpose. When you get to that place where it's meaningful and purposeful, you become fierce about it. It becomes significant to you, not just a distraction, not just a way of breaking away from your everyday moments to have a good laugh or a good moment of enjoyment. Those are all great. When you're fierce living, you can have a good time. But when you're down to the fierce part of your life, it needs to be about purpose. And purpose and meaning bring the deepest level of feeling to you. They bring that deepest level of contentment and joy once you get past the discomfort of stretching into it. You know, a lot of times we want to follow our bliss, as it's been said, but we want the bliss to feel good. And in my feeling, the follow your meaning and purpose is what it's really about. The bliss makes it too light. Meaning and purpose, whatever it takes to get there, follow that. Live fiercely. On the other side of fear is everything you want, but it still is fear surrounding it because it tells you it's important. So don't wait to get to the place where you no longer have a fear to step into it. If you're only following the places where there is no fear, then you're continuing to stay on the side of fear living. When you decide to step into fierce living, you become focused, courageous, clear, and intentional. You begin to take risks. You begin to step out of your comfort zone. You begin to focus on the bigger piece of what life's about. Your energy comes from the inside and you are on purpose and meaning. Live on the other side of of fear by stepping into fierce living. This is Lee Balkum wishing you a thriving life and a fierce life. listening to the Thrivology podcast. Thank you for listening. If you want more information, visit us at thrivology.com or at thrivologymagazine.com. Remember that Thrivology is spelled T H R I V E O L O G Y. It's your life. Time to live it. Uh-huh.